0: I'm sitting here in the dark because today Lester is being buried and I can't be there. Lester is my dad's dad and my grandfather. He lived in Long Island, New York, just a 90 minute drive from where I grew up and where my folks still live. My family is almost all on the East Coast. And because of the pandemic, I'm stuck here in California. Normally, I'd hop on a flight, no matter where I am. When my mom's mom died, I was on a trip filming a documentary in a few different cities, but I was in the middle of nowhere, Florida, when I got the news. And in order to get to the funeral in western Pennsylvania, I took a cab at 3.30 in the morning to catch a flight to Atlanta, to catch another flight to Pittsburgh, and then I rented a car and drove three hours to the funeral. And then the next day, I drove that car to Indianapolis to meet back up with the film crew. I did everything I could to be there, but the world was different then. Right now, the safest and most responsible thing to do for everyone, not just for me, is to stay home. There have been other losses this week, too. My closest friend, also on the East Coast, lost two family members, one of which unexpectedly to COVID. Someone we're working with for one of our podcasts, Lost a Mother, And someone very, very close to me was exposed to COVID through work and is waiting for the results. And of course, as I'll go into detail about in next week's episode, I live in Southern California where people are dropping like flies from COVID-19. They just announced today that we're supposed to wear a mask around family members if we have been out for an errand in the past few days. Hundreds of people are dying every day in L.A. County from this virus and I can't walk 10 feet out my door without seeing someone maskless. Right now, I'm kind of numb, and the first waves of loss and depression are just starting to wash over me. But I'm also angry. I wanna wreck things, I wanna light things I care about on fire, and smash things, and buy new expensive things, and eat and drink until I'm sick. But I'm not. Okay, I had a glass of bourbon and some popcorn last night, neither of which was on the meal plan, but I know deep down right now I can't control the situation, and so I'm fighting really hard not to fly off the deep end. I knew when I moved out to the West Coast that I was putting limitations on certain aspects of life. Old people like grandparents, you never know when the last time is that you'll see them. Each time could be the last, especially when you live a six-hour flight away. But also, when you fly for work to places like Egypt and Nepal and India and sometimes have layovers in Russia or Korea, a six-hour flight across the country starts to feel short and easy. And I think that's part of what's making me angry. I'm angry that I can't be there to distract my grandma, to make my folks laugh, to get inebriated and have deep talks with my friend, to comfort and commiserate with my brother. I'm angry because I don't have a choice to be there without causing more risk for everyone involved. I'm angry at the people in my county because selfishness has taken priority over bettering society and respecting and loving our neighbors. I'm angry that I haven't left my house or hung out with the people I love for almost a year now. I'm angry that the reason I can't be there for my parents, my grandma, my brother, my best friend, my uncle, my niece, my nephew is because so many people don't care about the hundreds of thousands of lives lost to this virus. And so it just keeps on rapidly and violently spreading. You know, my gut reaction to finding out all of this bad news was to watch a horror movie. It, it was, it kind of always is. I find them so comforting because, uh, well, one, they can distract me like nothing else, like try having a thought about anything while watching Jamie Lee Curtis wrestle through the closet door with Michael Myers, or while Naomi Watts pulls a long hair-like electrode from her throat in the ring. You can't. All you can do is watch and wonder. What the fuck? The second reason I put on a horror flick is because my life is better than that of the movie, period. Period. So a few people died. It happens. Grandparents are old. Tragedies happen. Death is a normal part of life. But having an assassin inhabit my body to conduct a murder-suicide while I watch and fight from the inside likely isn't something that's going to happen to me at any point in my life. The movie I watched was The Possessor, and it's the first time since 2002 when I saw The Ring in the movie theater that I had a directly related nightmare to the movie I just watched. I thought that movie was truly, truly disturbing, and I highly recommend it. I loved it. And the nightmares were pretty cool too. Anyway, I just wanted to pop on here briefly and explain why there's no episode today. I'm taking a moment to mourn and celebrate Lester, my grandfather. Husband to Anne, the abstract artist, father to Kevin and Don, grandfather to Claudia, Brian, Zach, and Josh. He liked shooting old historical guns, getting pistachios for Christmas, watching James Bond movies, and studying genealogy. I have fond memories of him taking me out on the lake in New Hampshire and hanging out at the cabin in the woods there. A lot of my stories take place there, like Stoddard rocks and my sleep tape stories, all based out of the little shack of a cabin that he built. The cabin that the Braggs call home every summer and autumn. Lester was a teacher a carpenter, a friend to many, friendly to all, and shit, that guy could snore like nobody else. Lester the window shaker. I'll be back in a few. I'm gonna try for next week, but we'll take it as it comes. The good news is we've already started editing the February episodes and we have a lot of absolutely amazing stories and interviews planned for the months to come. One of which I'm deciding right now will be about loss the fear we have around it, and how we cope. But I'll write that when I get a little bit further down the line. Thanks for taking a moment to listen and understand, and um, I'll most likely see you next week. Thanks.